Oh, yeah. We back. We never left. Mm-hmm. Never. What's going on? Chill, mate. How are you? Good, good. Just, just want to do a podcast about beer, really. That's kind of what I'm trying to do today. I generally like talking about beer and things associated with beer. Anything to do with the burst mm-hmm. is what we do. That's how we get down. Mm-hmm. I hope you cunts are good because we are. Because it's Good Friday and that means we're good. You know what I'm saying? What's your name? Scott Cole. Wonderful. Beer enthusiast. <laughs> hey, you have to introduce you. Yeah. When you just, hey, uh, you're going for a job interview yeah. or something. Scott like, Cole, hey. beer enthusiast. <laughs> Hi, You're applying for a driving job. I don't think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's really uh, relevant. Necessary, yeah. You're fucked. Uh, my name is C, guys. I hope you all are well. Welcome to Beer and Other Shit, episode three. Three episodes deep. This is Podcast to Palooza, which I'm jacking from another thing we did. But you know what? This is actually Podcast to Palooza. We are just knocking these episodes out today. We're excited to get these to you. We're having a lot of fun. We're not that drunk yet, surprisingly, being in third nope. episode straight. And we're only on the third beer, but we are splitting it between three of us, so mm-hmm. it's not too bad. Session. We're smart. No, we're Tiffany drinking keep, responsibly. Tiffany keeps hogging, though. She's taking all Oh, my that. gosh. Tiffany, you need to chill out. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, basically, I feel it's time for a theme song. I'm down. Let's do it. Okay. Are you a brewhead? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Drop that beat. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Y'all are brewheads? Yeah, we brewheads. So pour a glass of craft beer, we can do this. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Y'all are brewheads? Yeah, we brewheads. So pour a glass of craft beer, we can do this. Yeah. Wow, what a good beat. What a right? rap. That's a rap song if I, I ever heard one, mate. Music. Oh my god, so do I. That's actually a pretty sick song. I like it. I'm happy that you like yeah. it. That was the aim, you know. I want kind to appreciate the rap song for the beer part of it and it seems like for the most part it succeeded and i'm happy about that you know so you could go to youtube you can type c dash brewheads maybe you don't even put the dash fuck the dash and it'll probably come up and you could watch it and tell all your mates mm-hmm. and then your mates tell their mates and those their mates tell their mates and then fucking every cunt knows about it and then you know, maybe more people will listen to the podcast and then maybe breweries will give us free beer and fly us around the world to do beer-related things. Amazing. Yes. So, for episode three, I'm excited today. We, uh, we're we going to do our new segment, which we won't tell what the name is yet. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to have a very interesting beer, actually. I'm uh, excited about this one. I made you go and get this beer because I had it. You literally took and... us to the LCBO. Yeah. And, uh, and, and get it. do you want to tell us, because it's a very, this is actually, on a, on like all jokes aside, this is a fucking cool concept, the, the, what they did with this one. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> Are we going to do this every time? We keep forgetting the sponsors. Sponsors. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm glad you did that. Yeah. All right, I'll do this quick for y'all. Break you know it down. we have to do this shit. Break it down. First sponsor, Brewheads. Sickest craft beer merchandise brand on the planet. Based out of Phoenix, Arizona. Shouts to Uncle Phil. They do hats and beanies and shirts and hoodies and leggings and all sorts of stuff for girls and blokes and probably children if that's appropriate. Yeah. But uh, you can head out to thebrewheads.com when you check out of all the good shit, including the, the collab that we did, the Snapback, uh, Made in America Snapback and the BSMLEA 22 karat gold printed glass. Yeah, bitch. You can put in the code BAOS for beer and other shit. BAOS at the uh, checkout. Save yourself 10%. 10 whole percent. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Check them out. Tell them we sent you. Uh, next one, originalgentleman.ca, plural, gentle, M-E-N. They are a Montreal-based company who deal with beer. Oh, my gosh. Beard Beer's care. Beard care. And uh, it's pretty fucking cool. Beard oils, shampoos, combs, brushes, 
um, other assorted man manscaping manscaping now that would be a company yes (laughs) we'll talk to Mm. them about that when we chat with those kinds tomorrow and you can head over to originalgentleman.ca you put in the code beer when you check out and you also get 10 percent 10 percent 10 percent oh yeah there was no 10 (laughs) percent off the entire order tell the cunts we sent you Good blokes. Make good sure company. to say the cunts. They, the cunts. They and respond then, well to that. Yeah, everyone in Canada does. Yeah. It's uh, I've realized that. And the last two ones, my companies that I own with my brother Tiffany. Oh wow, my brother Notion, my girlfriend Tiffany. Am I drunk? I think you are. You're claiming not to be, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm just forgetful. I'm tired now. Turn down for what? Turn down for nothing. Uh, the Movement Fam. It's our record label. It is. Uh, we're based out here in Canada. We started in Australia. We, um, you know, we have a bunch of it's myself, C, Notion, and we're about to sign a new artist, which we'll, I guess, we'll announce that when that's finalized. But uh, we've got a bunch of stuff available. TheMovementFam.com. Check that shit out. We also put out the Brewheads video, and uh, which is on my debut album. This is all I know. You can grab that on iTunes. Um, Notion's got his de- his debut album, Heart on My Sleeve music, coming very soon. Uh, we've got a lot of music this year, so we're very excited to boot that. And uh, lastly, our company also, which is owned by Tiffany and myself, called High Season. Social media, branding, PR, event management, artist management. Uh, you know, if you need help with the social media, we can get you organic followers, the targeted, no fake fucking like spam ass bullshit. That's the worst. I hate that. Worst. And at least, you know, keep the shit legit, build your audience and uh, grow your company and grow your brand at the same time. Hit us up, uh, info at highseasonco.com and let them know that you heard us on the podcast and we'll take care of you. So, yeah. All right. Now, can we play Drink the Beer? Yeah, we can play Drink the Beer. Sorry My about the uh, game. What are, today, gonna get today, what are we drinking today, What are drinking today? All right, so to come back to it, this is really, really cool. So I actually remember two Christmases ago, I gave you a, a beer. I forgot the name. It was called Savard Brasseurs. Yes. And it's the same concept. Is It's this wicked, once again, collaborative event uh, effort through craft beer. Collabos for the win. Collabos FT-dub. Mm-hmm. And this was uh, by uh, seven breweries in Toronto. They call themselves the Local Seven. Very, uh, you know... In, inventive on that name. Yeah, we got the, uh, the Only Cafe, Say What, uh, Versht, The Old Spot, Bar Volo, Bar Hop, and Brydens. So a bunch of local, uh, you know, beer like, happy cafe, pub. They, are they? Do they brew their own stuff from most of these places? I feel um, like they're no. more brew pubs, aren't they? No, they're more just like, uh, I, I don't think any of them actually brew their Wouldn't own. Call them bre- what would you no, call no, them? No, no, not brew beer pubs. Bars, they're really. beer, beer bars. Yeah, beer uh, bars is a better term. But it's by Sweetgrass Brewing right. Company, which is who it's bottled and packaged by. So I don't know who that is. That's who it's like attributed so a to and untapped. So through these bars yeah. uh, by this brewery. Yeah, and basically what they did, they uh, according to this, as you just told the story before, they made, it's a lemon and raspberry saison. Right. And they split it up. They put half in Chardonnay barrels and half in Pinot Noir. No, Cabernet Sauvignon. Cabernet, sorry. Both uh, Ontario barrels, Ontario Chardonnay and Ontario. Niagara? Uh, it doesn't specify. Racist. Just, yeah. Racist. And uh, so the whole idea was they made these beers. They went over really well. And uh, they decided to put a little bit aside and put them in these barrels and see what happened after they aged them for however long. But you can get them... You, the, the, you could. I think it was kind of itself. a one-off. I'm not sure if they if they've continued it. Okay. Uh, it doesn't mention doesn't here. Say. But uh, yeah, so they they put it in these barrels for ten months and decided to open it and see what happened. And they they found that the beer was drastically different mm-hmm. and for the better. And uh, so they decided to I guess uh, put it in this convenient little uh, two pack with a mm-hmm. red and a white. So you get your um, your uh, red barrel age and your white barrel age saison. And they're actually very different for being kind of like the, the, the same, same beer, beer put in uh, put in a barrel. So you've had this barrels. before and I haven't. 
Yes, I've had both of them. And it was the first beer in a long time I had that was like, wow, like, this is fantastic. They're doing something different here. Uh, just really, really liked it. Actually, strangely enough, I'm, if I do drink wine, I'll drink red over white. But the white one uh, was the one that won my heart over, really. Yeah, it was, it was just fantastic. So actually, we're going to drink that right now. I'm extremely excited. So uh, yeah, man, let's get this bad boy open. Yeah, so this is the, uh, the Session the white. white Chardonnay Barrel Age Saison. All right, let's give it a crack. Oh, oh. Ho, 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 ho. listen to that little hoe. Okay, it's, gonna, um, oh, it's coming over the top. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's Quick coming over the top. Oh, oh, yeah. There we go. Perfect. Okay. So I do a beer blog, as y'all know, beerandothershit.com. Oh, fuck yes, Nana, yeah. And basically, uh, so because I haven't had this one before, I'm going to need to take the photographs. I'm not going to do the full review on here and make y'all uh, me stutter and pretend mm. like I'm talking. Here, put this together. Whilst I take the photographs and, and write the reviews, but um, might as well just give Tiffany the bottle, eh? She's gonna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tease. I tease. Oh. Interesting smell right there. Yeah. Can I have the bottle real quick? I'm get, yeah. Can we just do a quick photograph? Absolutely. We're okay, we're just doing beer selfie right now on a podcast, so. Uh, yeah, I know, yeah. right? Ah. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. Okay, yeah. That was fun, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was right. so cool. Okay. So, um, all right. Tell, tell us what tell us what you're seeing. Dude, this may be a weird uh, kind of association, but it kind of looks like, uh, you know when you have vitamins and you take a pee? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it does it kind of look like that. <laughs> it's kind of this bright, vibrant yellow. Like, that uh, fluoro piss. Yeah. Like I just took all my multis for the day and I just, yeah. And just let vitamin B12 complex and just fucking let it rip. Yeah, smell it okay. though. Like, I can definitely smell. There's there's the typical saison that yeah, like uh, a, fruity yeast. Yes, you can really tell that the smell of the yeast. Right and there's some the sort nose. of uh, almost like a yogurty uh, yeast smell to it. I don't know if that makes any sense at all, but mm. sour. You get yep. that sour smell. Very sour. There was a decent little head on it at uh, at first. A little cloudy, not too uh, clear. Yeah, slightly cloudy. Very cloudy day. I see a little bit of sediment in there. Just a touch. That makes yeah. it real. That means it's real. Okay, let's give it a try. All right. Hmm. Interesting. You like it? I dig it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, sour. It's it's whiny. I could, I could see yeah, it. it's definitely got that it's uh, boozy and whiny. Yeah. But, well, it's only seven point five percent. I don't. I wouldn't really call it boozy. It tastes boozy to me though. Yeah. Like it tastes like, not to say it's necessarily like a big ten percenter, but like it, it tastes like the booze. Maybe that's from the wine barrels. I guess the wine flavor. Mm. Yeah, I guess because they got like whatever an extra, probably double the percentage. Mm. It's definitely salt. I can't really. Uh, locate the, the, the lemon or the raspberry though. I feel like maybe the Chardonnay barrels overshadowed that. Probably, so I really yeah. want to have this without. Without, it. yeah. Yeah. This is uh, definitely a fucking um, an interesting drop. It's um, I like I just I just I'm still really really attracted to the fact that it's lemon and raspberry. I right. really like I can't front like fruit beers are awesome to me, and this this whole sort of concept is um, is really cool. Particularly the barrel aging chucking them in changing it up slightly now i'm actually fascinated to have it yeah i like it mm. it's more bitter than i anticipated yeah it does have a, definitely a lingering bitter aftertaste yeah um bitter aftertaste oh for sure um definitely uh, it's i feel like it's o- not overly carbonated like sharply carbonated um let's see what they use they use uh german pilsner malt and wheat malt uh saz and magnum hops interesting yeah, I, I dig it, man. It's something a little different, you know. It's uh, 
it has that kind of uh, saison taste, but the, the barrel aging really changes it. It gives it that Very kind much. of more complex flavor. And wouldn't you think that if any beer I've ever had that's had raspberry in it, it's it, one that it changes the color. And this is like you said, it's piss yellow. Yeah. Color. Like there's no raspberry like, yeah. coloring at all. And I can't detect any flavors. I really feel like maybe the raspberry was an afterthought because it does say on the bottle that lemon verben, verbena. Do you know what that is? I don't know what that is. Is that a liquor or something like that? Potentially. I'm just making stuff up. It could up. just be like, <laughs> just making mm. shit up, fuck. And, ra- it says, and raspberry. So maybe they just put in like a, a small amount to sort of, like for, I bet it's like a subtle undertaste. Remember with the spearhead Hawaiian pale ale and you right. told me that it was like pineapple. pineapple. I was so excited. It's with pineapple juice. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, where the fuck is the pineapple? And we had it because that was beer 365. When, uh, oh, was it? And I had that at Say What? We went to... Uh, nice. And I was so excited. You had a nice glass they have. Spearhead is a fantastic no, glass. No, it was a standard oh, pint glass. Because oh, I, I think it was like, and I, I reckon the, the, it was a little flat. I don't know. I don't think it was the greatest experience of having it for the first time. But anyway, maybe the, the raspberry in this is as subtle as the pineapple where it was maybe. Yeah. I still, I've had, I've had Spearhead since and I don't recall. Well, I think you associate it with like, uh, uh, Saint-Ambois does the, the apricot wheat. And that has a ton of like in your face, you know, strong, fruity flavors, whereas this is kind of more of just, not an afterthought, but like an undertone, really, right? Yeah. Like, you, you just, it, it's subtle flavoring. It's not big in your face, like, uh, uh, what's that, strawberry beer? Oh, Fruly. Fruly, yeah. Like, that's that that's like l- drinking liquid strawberries, yes, you know what is. I mean? So, so good. Count this is just more, uh, mm. and again, I think maybe if it, before it was put in the uh, the Chardonnay barrels, you'd probably pick up a lot more of that lemon and raspberry flavor. I think you might be right, and that's uh, something. Now I'm inspired to to definitely check that out. I really want to uh, want to give that bad boy a crack. Do you see what lemon verbena is? No. Yeah, it's some sort of plant. <laughs> a plant? Yeah. Oh, that could be why. It's not like it's lemon juice. Lemon juice would fuck it up, probably though. Wouldn't that like the acidity? Like, has such high acidity because it's not like you really I really put orange juice in it either. Like, it's usually orange peel as like something. Right. Remember we did that with that whip beer. We, we did. did the home we put, we put uh, yeah, when we... Uh, like zest. Or, was it orange not? zest, yeah. Orange, orange zest, zest was in it, but we actually took the peel and we got rid of the pit. The pith, pith yeah. We, we stripped the pith and we put the actual zest in the beer. Yeah. When we, uh, it was nice. I uh, I like that one. Yeah, that was a good beer. Good. It was like our third orange drew wit. or something. The orange wit. Orange wit dreams may come. Wit dream, what a great name. We come up with some great names for these beers. I, we got some good ones. Yeah. Uh, the spilly vanilla porter. Yeah, there's a whole story behind that. That was a good one. Well, we had, what was the other funny one? We had... Um, Cheeky Monkey. <laughs> Which one was that one? I don't know. Cheeky monkey, the nut brown, or something like that. Is that the nut brown, or was yeah. that like a something like a, a cheeky mongrel or something? Cheeky mongrel, that was it. Yeah. Like the anyway, yes, yeah, so you get we get creative. Yes. Yeah. So when we have a brewery, it's gonna be funny as fuck. Yo. Uh, so today, we have the new segment. We can do that. Let's just do yeah. it. This is the new segment right here, and this is something we were gonna introduce on the first couple, but yeah, I guess we, we ran out of time. Like this uh, half an hour goes really quick. We have segments so, now. This is good. We're starting. We're starting segments. Shit, do you want to have segments? That yeah. Means shit is real. I like that. Shit is real. So what's it called? This segment is called. Yo. 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 Tiffany. Wanna come and let them know? No, let them know. Anyways, you can do that in the next episode. <laughs> She's fronting right now. So this is our uh, way of saying what the fuck. Like man. what the fuck are you doing? Things in the beer world that make you say what the fuck or or. Yo. Yo. So what makes you angry in the beer world right now? Well, nothing makes me angrier than a dumb cunt. <laughs> okay, okay. Right? And where I'm from, cunt means person, means sure. bloke, man. It's going on cunt, what you can't say in. Right. In case you get offended, you know, probably turn it off in front of your children. Maybe we should have an explicit language warning. Fuck that shit. So <laughs> cunt also means what it means here in Australia, but 
in this circumstance, I mean like fucking dumb cunt. Mate. Okay. And unfortunately, this idiot woman from my <laughs> homeland. Yes. Who did a piece in The Guardian. I believe The Guardian is a British, uh, if I'm not mistaken, a British uh, publication. I think it is, yeah. And it's the title of uh, the article is Give Me Cheap Beer or Give Me Sobriety. Just Stop This Craft Beer Revolution. You shut your mouth. You fucking shut that mouth. You <laughs> dirty, dirty whore. I fucking hate this bitch. So your immediate re- reaction when I showed you this was she was trolling. Like, I think she's just trying to get a rise out of people because it, she's targeting to the craft beer market. And uh, just trying to take a rise out of the whole scene and say, uh, you know, it's all a big farce and they're just, you know, doing it to try to be cool hipsters and uh, we like craft beer or we, you know, we like IPAs and we don't drink lagers and this and that. So, yeah. But she just really, I don't know, just seems she's kind of ignorant with the whole thing. Like, uh, well, the, the, I don't know what this is called, like a byline or like the, the subheading. It says beers should be the backdrop to a good pub session, not an expensive mouth puckering and un-Australian distraction and that particular sentence really pisses me that off that hit home for you didn't yeah, it yeah man this whole like Australia has a problem with their fucking like extreme attachment to the nationality like it's really more than like it's borderline American sometimes you know America, Canada's pretty chill and America like flag waving like, yeah. yeah they don't really do the flag waving but th- there's some sort of thing like one of the worst things you could be accused of is being un-Australian. And to me, that's so retarded. It's so absurd. It makes no sense because who defines what is Australian? There's so many things. It's made up of so many people from all over the world. Fuck you. Who the fuck said craft beer is not Australian? So basically she's saying unless the beer tastes like dog's balls, dog's ball sweat, I'm sorry. <laughs> Like VB and Fosters and all that other fucking shit. No one drinks Fosters anyway. But yeah. <laughs> she feels that like she's basically saying that um, it's you know the, she the, you're supposed to use beer as a backdrop, not the thing to talk about. But right, you should be at the pub uh, conversing about, to your friends about whatever, not talking about the nuances of the beer. Right, but like so she we're using her logic. That means like all food that's not just like slop. Is is ridiculous and all wine. Right, that's like not fine foods or good wine. Yeah, wines. fine food yeah. and like some bottle of the barrel wine is what you should be drinking because it doesn't matter. So I, I just think that attitude is so counterproductive. Like, why wouldn't you want the best of whatever it is that you're doing? You know, whether it's food, wine, drink, like beer, fucking just in life, clothing. Like, I don't know. Like, why not have the best? There's nothing wrong with having the best. And craft beer is. Is you know maybe because it's exploded and some people are getting funny about it and they I don't really understand where the wall comes from I really have problems because like we were saying in the first episode you and I got into craft beer when it was this wasn't a thing and only in the last maybe year I've started paying attention to the I was just in my own little world I don't know I wasn't doing it for anyone but me and this hipster thing which we live in my land in Montreal which is the like the hipster like the, the you know the real like dead in the center of this shit so we're around it all the time but. I don't see the you know real crazy pretentiousness of of liking good beer. I don't really see where that that all of a sudden became a problem for people. Like, I don't know if you noticed it maybe a bit more. Maybe you weren't sort of insular about it as much as I was, but it's so absurd to me. It seems like someone like hurt her feelings really bad about it. Sometimes, <laughs> like she tried to explain a really good craft beer, and they'd like you don't know what you're talking about. So she's like, "Well, fuck you! I'm gonna drink shitty lager for the rest of my life." Pretty much, and she's comparing it to like. <clears throat> 
She's saying like beer snobs are phenomenally irritating, often even worse than the Naki farmer's market set or the Paleo herd. So if you go to a <laughs> farmer's market to buy organic, fresh, local produce, all of a sudden, all of a sudden you're a fucking yeah. hippie psycho. Right. Or if you fucking eat Paleo, the Paleo diet's a little weird. Or if, I'm assuming she's probably having a go at vegans or anybody not eating the typical. Basically like, having a like, go at anyone that is out, not outside her. Of basically, yeah. yeah. Doesn't like what she likes. And it's it's just so absurd. And look, let's be real. They are beer snobs. I would probably sure. Consider... I mean, you can go to the extreme, and it comes to a point where it's like, okay, man, that's a little much. We get it. Like, uh, you know, you're into beer, and you wear a beanie, and wear really tight pants, have a and, beard. and you're the coolest person that ever walked face the planet. Right. But there's also people that just like good, flavorful beer that's not mass produced with shitty ingredients. Yeah, that's. All. I think there's that's nothing wrong with that. That's all we're trying to say. And she's taking a big knock at it. I don't see why. Well, but, I mean, um, it's not like, okay, let's be real. We have a beer podcast. We review beers on the internet and stuff. I would say that when we go to a brew pub, say, for example, or we go to a pub and there happens to be craft beer, the discussion does not center around the beer. Like, for not a at bit, all. and as beer nerds, you would think that maybe it's like we've got nothing else in common but the fucking beer. Like, right. Then who, it speaks more to the, the people and the value of that friendship rather than the fact that people are talking about craft beers. It's the individuals who have the problem. Like, what does she give a fuck if people talk about craft beer? Who do you get, like, who the fuck are you to to really care about that? It's so, it's just a redundant thing to bitch about, particularly in a large platform like The Guardian. Like, it's just, you know, and and she's saying, like, the worst part is craft beer is un-Australian. I'm just like, I I just don't know what to say. I don't have any, like, she's like, we have a specific kind of beer drinking culture. And, like, so what? Like what? You want to be a fucking bogan dickhead at the pub, getting drunk off VB all night, and this and for those don't, who don't know what a, a bogan is, oh yeah, like a down. redneck, I guess, yeah. like an Aussie redneck, like oh yeah, fucking he's cunt, fucking, mate, yeah. he's fucking cunt, ah, just like <laughs> yeah, Scott, Scotty's an honorary, honorary, I can't yeah. wait to take you there, mate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, this article just really, really pissed me off more than anything I've ever read. Um, I haven't really read many of things like these. I feel like people don't really put out these sort of ridiculous opinion pieces, which now you've mentioned, it never once crossed my mind. I, I like this story. I just oh, like this go. quote. Yeah. I don't want to have a conversation with my beer. I want to have a conversation with my mates. Why can't you do both? <laughs> but Why can't who, you do, do you both? Do you sit here and talk to like, no, oh, <laughs> oh, session white Chardonnay fucking barrel aged beer. You're so lovely. Well, your, lemon, your lemon notes are hard alone. to find, but I'm going to find them. When I'm alone sometimes, maybe. Yeah. yeah, but that's different. When you're alone, you're jerking, using your tears for lube. It's guilty, different. guilty, guilty, guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I do that but, makes me say. What does it make you say? Yo! Yo! I swear to God. I swear to God, if she came to, to Scarborough, um, you know. Do you know, what me, be... do you know what makes me say, please? Yo! What makes you say, yo? Well, when I go to a kegger, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Real quick for my Aussies, yeah. what's a kegger? Oh, kegger? A kegger? You've never been to a kegger? I have. Okay. It's Sean's house, a Super Bowl party. Remember? Okay, what do you call it in Australia? We don't have keg. I don't, you don't have been keggers. To a- what do you mean? I've never been to a party where there's been a kegger beer present until I went to Sean's Super Bowl party. Okay, for, for anyone who doesn't know, which is, this is, baffles my mind that someone wouldn't know what a kegger just is. Australians. Just, yeah. just, maybe they do, but I just want to come Okay, out. okay. I'd make sure everyone's on Everyone pitches in. Everyone, yeah, exactly. You buy a big keg. Right. And you do stupid stuff like keg stands and you What's try to drink stand? the whole thing and you can't. Keg stand. Okay. I know I did it. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I'm just tell cunts. So you're doing basically. A handstand on the top of the keg. People hold your legs up, and you try to chug beer upside down for as long as you can. So good. And whoever, whoever lasts the longest is 
the winner and they usually have a wicked barf after. So there you go. That's your, <laughs> that's wicked barf. That's your prize, big head. <laughs> Yeah. I really enjoyed that shit. But no, so really funny. my okay, deal is, you to a kegger. Me, yo, is yo. when I go to a kegger and the options of beer are just PBR, mm-hmm. Paps Blue Ribbon. I have to drink Paps Blue Ribbon all night. I'm not a fan of Paps Blue Ribbon. Uh, I mean, teach their own, but yo, like yo. give me something good to drink, man. Like, I don't know. There's so many options out there. And now I, I actually did a little research and found that a lot of brew pubs uh, are doing, they're kegging their beer. So you can get fantastic local craft beer in a keg for the same price that you would going to the beer store. Is it really the same price? Why wouldn't you do that? Like marginally, slightly more expensive, close enough, 20 bucks more, whatever. (laughs) Give a fuck. But well worth drinking good beer all night. Not to say, I mean, I don't want to go to a kegger and have a Russian Imperial Stout. Like I don't want to do a keg stout with Russian Imperial Stout. Yeah, 10% down the gut. Yeah, you're you're, you're done. But uh, I mean, like a nice Pilsner or uh, a sessionable IPA. Like, yeah, that would make... The whole kegger thing a lot that more enjoyable, yeah. Yeah, and even if I want a keg stand, that's in case you spilled it. Like, yeah, oh, no, no, don't spill it. Like, yeah, just like have liquid gold, man. Fancy snifters and just walk around. <laughs> You're a beer snob, but that's un-Australian. Yeah, kind of. un-Australian. Yeah, very un-Australian. You're the worst I'm sorry. Australian. I apologize. Well, I feel your pain very much, and I have a personal distaste for PBR, and I will never drink it again. Yeah, we had uh, we were on tour last year uh, with Relic, Ghetto Socks, and Fresh Kills. It was one of the bigger tours we'd done because those guys are sick cunts. And basically, we had the Montreal show at Blue Dog. And their main beer, they were giving us away, you know, when you sort of have the venue, you usually get free, free drinks, and they were giving us PBR. Like, they had the tall boys. So I was like, fuck yeah. Free. I only had three. Free. 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 yeah. I only had three. Now, I'm a, as a lightweight, three is usually my limit. I don't really get hangovers with enough three. I'm mm-hmm. pretty good. All the other boys were drinking PBR all night. And I swear to God, the next day, I've never had a hangover like that before. I felt like it was, and we had to drive to Toronto, which, you know, five, six hours. It was in cans, you said? Cans, or? tall boys. Okay, so it's not draft, not like the draft lines weren't clean or anything? No, straight out of the can, and I just had a headache all day. It complete, I couldn't drink. When you, you came to the Toronto show the next night, a big ticket at um, Rongba, yep. I couldn't drink at all. I was feeling terrible. I was, it made me extra nervous before going on stage. It just ruined the whole next day for me. Like, and, and my mate Angus, who's a big boy, was skinny, he's losing some weight now because he's hustling. He went back to Australia, but he was here for that. And he came to Toronto with us. He came to the Montreal show, nice. came to Toronto. He's like a fucking, he's a G man. He's a slamming back beers like you used to. Yeah. And even he had it. He had the headache and the, the hangover. The whole tour did. And it was, since then, it was such a bad experience. I can't even entertain the idea of having a pbr so i have a personal yo against pbr yo. it can suck the biggest aids dick of all time yeah. and i understand it's a hipster beer and it's cheap and you know it's everywhere but like you said there is you know you can chuck a few in, in montreal you got unibrew in every fucking depreneur oh. like it's not hard to get even some of the boreal ipa is great some of their standard ones are pretty good there's a lot of other options for around about the same price maybe like you said five ten bucks more for if you're buying in volume it's not that difficult to save your fucking body that garbage preservatives and adjuncts that they put in that shit that's just going to give you a headache and make you feel sick the next day and you've got no flavor while you're drinking it on the, on the night. So. I, do, I, I do have a guilty pleasure, though. What's I that? do have uh, a macro beer that I like. That's a, this, is, this is a good... Yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's kind of my thing. Like when you go to these hipster bars, they have all these like kind of way back playback beers oh, that, I think I know you're that my dad used to drink type yeah, yeah, thing yeah. and they're cool again because my dad used to drink them and I used to drink them when I was like 12 and wasn't allowed to drink beer okay but like shout outs to Labatt 50 I fucking <laughs> love that beer man if there's like so it's not the garbage beers on tap yeah I'm going I'm going Labatt 50 all day I don't know because it's like it's Is an it? ale it's an ale oh so really it, yeah okay I haven't so had it for a long it's time it's like uh, you know 
it's kind of like a fruity tasting ale. Like you said, it's like a shitty macro with all the adjuncts and fun stuff in it. Right. But uh, yeah, if I'm drinking, I mean, if I have like Paps, Bud, Corona, all that other horse shit, I'm going Love That 50 all day. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't know yeah. it was an ale. It's tasty. So that is, it's more for nostalgic reasons rather than... Um, M- uh, mostly like, you like but the taste or some shit like, i actually uh, do like the taste again it's my guilty pleasure okay uh, i'm not gonna sit there again it's like a crusher if i'm like going to a bar to just get slammed which i don't really do anymore because i'm past that i'm grown i'm a grown-ass grown man with now. a mortgage and a job grown-ass man but uh when i used to it would be like yeah do you know what give me some 50 interesting I-, I swear i have heard you say that before yeah i think you were slightly offended the first time and i'm like just because i got my craft beer snowball and i think yeah. i had 50 in the first like 30 beers that i did in the thing and i don't recall having it since. yeah so maybe uh, i will try it next time if you're saying it's a fruity little ale i mean yeah. you actually made it sound good yeah yeah, yeah. um guilty pleasure that's a great question yeah. the only one i can think of is rickard's white Rickard's because white, okay. i heard and i, or I read <coughs> excuse me uh that it's actually blue moon repackaged oh, really? in canada and it's so that same recipe, same everything. Same beer, okay. they just like... That, so I, I remember gather. liking Blue Moon back when I was uh, a little good. younger. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, bad. I'm not mad at that shit. I remember you used to tell me about Blue Moon back in the day when we first started. I had no idea what you were talking about. Yeah, but it's Pops, like, Pops went to New York and brought back a case and I, I got into it and I was like, wow, like, this is awesome. It's a solid macro heifer-wise. And sometimes, yeah, I'd it's, say you know, so. It's a shame it's not here, I guess, if, you know, but like... Rick but it's white, it's white, yeah, exactly. I, I'm, honestly, I'm really not mad at that at all. Like, it's got nothing on, you know, something like what we're drinking right now. But it's, uh, you know, for a standard macro shit, it goes down really well. It's got lots of flavor. Um, you know, yeah. it, uh, it's, it's a solid one. That's a really good question. Tiff, do you have a, um, a, a guilty pleasure? Like a macro beer Like a shitty pleasure? beer that like, do you do the Corona on the beach type thing? Oh, okay. Red Stripe and Heineken. So, okay. Heineken is your... Red yeah. Stripe on the beach so, in Jamaica. You, I could go for that right <laughs> now. They even like fuck around. So Red Stripe? Buckets. Buckets of Red Stripe. Oh. But is Red Stripe probably more of a guilty pleasure than the Heineken? Or is actually Red? Because I haven't had Red Stripe for a while. It's actually decent. It's yeah, good. it's not bad. Yeah, but it's macro. Yeah, true. So you say that over Heineken? I would say what that would you over choose? Heineken for sure. Yeah, because you know what's yeah. up. But if I go to a club or I don't know, a bar, I'll choose a Heineken. Right, because they generally don't have, have Red Stripe, right? So. It's hard to find. It's so like the lesser rather, yes. of two evils. It's like you just pick what, you know, yeah. the thing you yeah. hate the least. <laughs> the thing you hate the least. <laughs> the you hate that shit, or though. We play, uh, I play softball in the summers, co-ed softball, because mm-hmm. I'm an athletic trying star to, like that. Pretty much trying to make uh, on these. So, back yeah, on these so women. we go to the pub after, and it's like they have uh, mini pictures of uh, Canadian Coors mm. or Bud on tap. So but after running around and playing sports, you're dehydrated. Give what would you choose? Light. Okay, that's no, a great I, question. What yeah, would you choose out of the I three? normally choose okay. Coors Light just because... Uh, it's it's literally you're just hydrating yourself like bubbly water. water yeah what'd you choose Tiff Canadian cores or I bud you got cores I'd probably go bud bud yeah do you know what it gives a fuck it's all the exact same shit yeah it's all disgusting essentially we went to a but um, quite hydrating after uh, quite sporting hydrating events, yes we went to a um a networking event last night at uh, Frank and Oak in Montreal. It's like for young entrepreneurs trying to inspire you and stuff, just to you know, want to try and meet some people around. Mm-hmm. And they had free alcohol. And the, the wines they had were the Depp wines. But yeah. then I was like, okay, we'll take it and look. And then the beer they had, cool as light. And I was like, I'll take a Depp wine. <laughs> I can't do it, man. The lesser like, of two evils. The lesser of two evils. I'm like, what, what's worse? Like the cool light, is, cool as light was way worse than... Uh, and Depp. Oh, sorry. A Depp is like a Deppener. A Deppener is a convenience store. You just have to translate for this guy, eh? <laughs> oh, no. I got to translate for the people. Oh, okay. It's my fault. I'm always uh, fucking doing it. So a Deppener is where, like in Montreal, as opposed to, say, uh, Toronto, like in Ontario, you can buy um, beer 
pretty much any beer and uh, specific shitty wines in uh, convenience stores. And they usually open from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m., which is really good because the LCBO in Toronto is has very limited hours. And in... Uh, on, usually uh, closes at 9 or 10. So, yeah, yeah, so it's harder to get it. Whereas here they have another thing, the equivalent's called the SAQ. Like it's the, uh, the same sort of thing. And that's where you get all the good wines and, and spirits and liquors and stuff. And they have just a few beers. All their beers are pretty good, but they just don't change it you have to get the good beers from from the depths so so i just go back to Coors yeah. light have you had that new Coors light altitude no yet? i haven't have you no i've honestly i'm not gonna lie like the budweiser crown just for the blog budweiser crown and the Coors light platinum thing, but like but like no platinum? we have platinum platinum because yeah. we got that from detroit if i'm yes. not mistaken and before it came to canada before it came to canada yeah. it wasn't around because that's why we get it. otherwise why would of we course. get it from oh. detroit <laughs> um and I want to try it. I want to try the Budweiser Crown just for the blow. I've had Crown. I've, how is it? They, they actually poured on a lot of, or they were before pouring it on tap at a lot of uh, Buzz pubs. and stuff? Yeah. And how was it? Uh, not my cup of tea. Of course. It, What's the difference between, like, is it higher It's like darker percentage? and higher, yeah. Uh, they use like uh, caramel malts. So, but it doesn't hide the liquor, does it? Like, just like the Bud Light Platinum was fucking disgusting. It's yeah, the same it's deal. not. It's not strong. It's. I think it's slightly stronger than five percent. I don't remember. I think it's like around six percent or something. Okay, I mean, still or five, five and a half. You or can something taste like that. it in those macros. I found that if you have a six percent macro lager, you can taste yes, every absolutely. gross. It's like having those like um, the shots, like the Molson six yeah. percent. What are they called? The cold shots. Cold shots. Yeah. Ugh, fucking gross, man. Literally, that's just made to get wasted. Like, they have a target on the bottom yeah, where you're supposed like to slam it to do a fucking... That's got to be, like, I guess it's legal because it's over... They're aimed at uh, 18, 19 plus or whatever the fuck. Yeah, teenagers, basically. Yeah, they'd be, like, 15-year-old. Like, fuck yeah, yeah bro. Yeah, bro. Ugh, yeah. No, I haven't tried the Coors one. I, I'm I, actually really good at slamming cans. I'm not going to lie. Yeah? <laughs> I haven't done oh, it in a long time, but... Yeah, let's, let's, let's just... I don't yeah. think I've ever done that. Maybe once. Well, I'm not interested. Don't do it? No. Okay. Because <laughs> then we have to buy some shitty beers, <laughs> which means you have to hand over our hard-earned money yes. to somebody in exchange. We're going to go to a terrible beer company to encourage them to continue to grow. We don't I'm want actually that. embracing the macro you know, life right now. I'm saying right. I, I like Labatt 50. Uh, yeah, I know. Like, what's wrong with me? I don't know you anymore. I bro. don't know myself anymore. Uh, fuck you, cunt. But uh, yo, I think that's about it for today. Yeah. That, was, uh, that was fun. So I guess we'll shout the fuck out of our sponsors, Brewheads. Boop! <laughs> Blah. Check out thebrewheads.com. B-A-O-S is the coupon code at the end. Get 10% off your entire order. That would be exciting for you. You can also go to originalgentleman.ca, gentlemen, M-E-N, plural, and you can get some all the goodies for your beard and uh, use the coupon code beer, and they'll give you 10% off your order as well. Make sure you check out our label, The Movement Fam, over at themovementfam.com. Check out myself, C, Notion, and we have a new artist coming soon. And, uh, of course, highseasonco.com for all your social media needs. Shoot us an email at info at highseason dot, sorry, highseasonco.com. Let us know where you heard us, and we will hook you the mother F up. Mate, see that clean version. It's for the children. Yeah. This is Yo. fun to do. Yo. Differently, though? Differently? All right. Yes. Guys, thank you for listening. And cheers. Cheers. Catch you, cats.